saying why he eat it Fuck me in the mirror cause he know his bitch conceited Possessive with that pussy, he say I can't never leave him Bitch, I been not catch you looking at my nigga and I mean it What up though? This is episode 189 part 2 of the I Heart Miko podcast For those that do not know, last week I forgot to hear record And um, lost the whole entire episode my cameras in my house picked up the audio, and I was going to give it to you guys, but it was trash. It was trash audio. I have a certain rapport about my podcast now. You know, it's, it's bougie now. I'm not giving out no bullshit audio. And I needed to take the week off anyway, so I had my podcast last week. But I'm not going to hold y'all. We're going to get right to it. I introduce you guys to who's going to be on the episode today. This is a big, big-time Football and Friends episode. We finally got some pussy on the show. We're going to start off with the pussy since she was on time. Since she was on time. Welcome, pussy, to the Iron Meat Girl podcast. What's your name? I'm Sheena. Everybody knows me by quick. Everybody knows you by quick. Yeah. Um, tell me about the t-shirt, quick out the blocks. It, give, give them a little more now. Give, give them a little bit so they know what they're thinking. Well, uh, I have my own platform, quick out the blocks. I cover NFL, NCAA, um, a little bit of NBA not much because I'm in Charlotte and it's the Hornets, but um, and NASCAR. So I've kind of started it as a hobby. All you know, all of my schooling is in accounting. So totally separate lives. I'm a boring accountant, and then I'm an outspoken sports journalist. So there's that. Okay. I don't know why the damn thing wasn't highlighting your picture. I hope you on there. But we're gonna figure is it out. Over here, coughing in the corner. Yes. Who was that? Hustle. That wasn't me. Not this time. Oh, that was you, proof. That, now, that was Hustle coughing in the corner. Quit. God, you snitching the first week on. Ain't that some shit? You breaking rules. Quit. You living up to your name. not lighting up. I'm a little worried. You living up to your name today. Hey, Sheena, does your name uh, have a little the little yellow <coughs> box around it when you talk? Well, it's, now it's not. Yeah, I don't see it either. It's making Open me a little... Floor. Let me see. It's not muted. Okay, we're going we gonna to figure this out. Up next is Hustle done got a proof from Philadelphia, PA, big-time Eagles fan, came on before to talk some shit to the Cowboys. What up, Proof? Thanks for coming back. Thanks for having me again, Miko. What's up? Chilling, chilling, chilling. And the homie that you had. Hustle, what you get the homie that you waited? Goddamn. <laughs> Hustle. Proof is an Eagles, a Eagles fan, a Cowboys hater, by the way, but say hello to him. What kind of <laughs> shit are you doing? Like, you, you sit here purposely starting to show off with trash. We ain't got time for no front, though. Shit. You motherfuckers was late, and I'm glad that y'all Eagles-Cowboys fan. I wish it was Eagles-Cowboys week again, so I can make y'all argue, but it's cool. <laughs> is, is he really from Philly? Yes. Hell. You don't see that beard? Oh yeah, that's that oh. beard. <laughs> that's a Philly. Every hood, every hood nigga in Philly got a beard. Got that beard. <laughs> that's the beard. That's that's the yeah. beard bull. Yep. Yeah. Cool. So so um, <laughs> I was out last week. Uh, I wasn't out. I recorded and I didn't hear record. It's recording now. Just FYI, but um, I did recap my live show. Hustle was one of my co-hosts on the live show. It was pretty dope. It was fun. Also, uh, can you tell people a little bit about the show, what happened? Oh, man, it was awesome. We got to see, boy, AJ. Bro, we got to see AJ perform two songs. 
yeah. got to see him get the energy right in the crowd. And it was a lot of people, way more people than I thought it would be. I didn't think it was going to be like, you know, like that. I'm thinking it's it going to be a eight small people. group, but it turned out. Yes, to be it ended up being a lot of people and people came from everywhere. Like, I, I see somebody flew in from Dallas. Somebody flew in from Houston. I'm like, damn, LA, just to see. Atlanta, St. Louis, oh. New York. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. super awesome. Super, du- super up. dope. Appreciate that, Miko. Hey, it was fun. It was fun. It was a good time. But I apologize for those of you that um, wanted to hear a little bit more about the show. That episode is just washed. It's gone. I fucked up. It happens. We're moving on. Um, I don't know when the air, the live show will air. I'm still I'm getting it edited. It should be done by now, hopefully. But I'm going to figure it out, and I'm going to air it uh, on my YouTube channel, uh, I Heart Miko Podcast on YouTube. Uh, now that we've introduced everyone, let's get to the news, okay? First subject. We're just going to go and get to this Jermaine Whitehead since we was talking about that before it started. So Jermaine Whitehead, the safety of the Cleveland Browns, has been released from the team because he decided after the game, first of all, he got mush. He got the mush of all mushes. And, you know, when that happens to you, you know, the fans are going to talk shit. They're going to come at you on social media. He wasn't able to handle it. So he went on a Twitter tirade and was threatening to kill people, do all kind of stuff. And Sheena, we were talking about this. And what did you say before we got on about him? The, the funniest thing was that they disabled Buddy's Twitter account before he even left the visitors' locker room. Like, he didn't even, by, the time, by the time he got out the shower, it was a wrap. He probably was already cut before they even got on. To be honest with you, dog, that's commitment right there. That's commitment. If you gonna get kicked off Twitter, that's how you gonna do it, dog. You gotta commit to. Yeah, you gotta go out with a bang. He went out with a bang. So he was responding in the locker room? Yes. Yeah. Damn. It was playing ball in that high power shit, apparently, from what I'm looking at. Yeah. Hey. He wanted all the action. He wanted to kill people. He was telling people to meet up with him. He was doing the most. And then what he also <laughs> did was when they dis um when they disconnected his Twitter, he went to Instagram and kept going with it. He was finding people on Instagram that he was arguing with on Twitter to continue to fuck shit. You think he was wrong? He reacted. You're wrong. Once you react, you're wrong. You look stupid. He reacted. They fans. They're fans. And he he reacted to another player, too. I'm sorry, not a player. It was a former player. It was an analyst. Don't get shot at, little bitch. What else he say? Oh my god, come get it in blood, bitch. Bitch made ass little boy. I'm out here with a broke hand. Don't get smoked. This nigga Damn. smoke and now he's <laughs> unemployed. Like you make too much money for this, but I get the commitment. You weren't supposed to get kicked so, off the team. See, See, everybody who don't who didn't play in this age, I always try to say what they will and won't do. So just that. So I'm just saying, Miko, you trying to tell me how you is, how how play, and, and, and so how you react on Instagram. If somebody as soon as the game over, your teammates are already probably talking shit. And then yo the oh man. What you're no. seeing is a wife act talking shit. I would never 
fuck my bag up. Please know this about me. Please. Oh yeah, fuck. He ain't fucking Please the bag know up. That I'm sitting in Brent's mentions wishing niggas would. Like he's not gonna say a fucking word. Like that's clear. But me, I can't get in trouble. I can say whatever I want. Yeah, he, he was angry. I would never be. I would never be stupid enough to fuck up my check. Like I'm. I do. If you if you really follow me, you know you follow me. I told a line on everything I do. It's all calculated. It's all intentional. I know what I'm doing. And when I got kicked off Twitter, I was actually surprised because all I did was tell a nigga next time I see him, I'm gonna spit in his face. I said way worse stuff than that and didn't get kicked off Proof. Twitter. <laughs> Proof, you see how she said that out nonchalantly like it was okay. All I said that, was So now you see why I asked. That's why I asked her, <laughs> was he wrong? Because see how she said that nonchalantly. All I said was I was gonna spit in your face like <laughs> I was supposed to give him a Twitter man. That's how that's how the dude walked out the Cleveland locker room. All I did was tell nigga, "Hey, pussy, I sh- <laughs> oh, you fired me for that. You cut me." Yeah, well, that's different. Saying somebody was <laughs> saying, "Nigga, I got the get outside." Like, come on. Hey, he said, "I'm a shit." <laughs> Have you spit on? I thought spitting on somebody was a felony. It absolutely is, but saying you're gonna spit on someone is not a crime at all. Yeah, he worked for the machine. Miko don't. So Yeah. He went and he got, got a whole gang of losers together and they contacted Twitter. Like I swear this they emailed me. They was like, it's a lot of people calling for your head. Okay, I'm hearing an echo on this Okay, I don't hear anything. Okay, we because you know we gotta clear this shit up early now. Like we're like, um, I heard an echo in the whole episode. So we gotta clear all that up. But he was right. If he was trying to get kicked off Twitter, good job. But you was not supposed to get cut from the team. Right now, y'all stink. And they looking for any reason to save money right now. Like you tripping. Yes. Also, also tripping is the Redskins uh front office. Um What's his name? Trent Williams told the team that he had a, a, a bump or some sort on his head. And they told, he told them this six years ago and they, they played it to him. They examined and said it was nothing. And now they're coming forward because he is now possibly going to have a lawsuit because he found it was cancer and he had to get removed out of his head. He's been holding out because of the surgery and because the helmet doesn't feel right anymore. And the team's GM went on the NFL Network on an actual show and said that the only reason that the guy is doing all this is because of money, because he has no guaranteed money in his contract. I feel like that's detrimental to the team when you do that. You know how they kick players off the team? How they sign them them for that? Yeah. Yes. And you can't go in there and say, oh, well, three years ago we told him to get it tested and he didn't. First of all, you, you guys have your own team doctors. You know that, right? You know you can test cancer yourself. And if you cared... You would have, and you obviously didn't. And now for him to find out his cancer, now y'all trying to tarnish his man's name, trying to blame him for it. Um, do you think that the organization should take an L and take a fine? Should the NFL fine them? Should anything happen to the Redskins for this, this detriment they're causing him and trying to make it appear like this is all his fault when it's really the organization's fault? They absolutely should be fine. I mean, I think the the – the great area when it comes to the NFL is that the organizations and the front offices are not held to the same standard as the players. Right. Like if, if, you know, Antonio Brown was being fine because he didn't want to play with a certain helmet. I absolutely think that the organization should be fine with, you know, I wouldn't even, I don't know if it, would you call it malpractice? Yes. 
But on the story, though, proof, he said uh, the dude for the Redskins asked Trent, which doctor do you want me to fire or who you want me to fire? That's not enough. It was, it was a report when that and Trent was like, I'm not trying to get nobody's job in jeopardy or have nobody fired. You know, basically. I would have said that nigga right there. The one that goddamn told me to go find another doctor, and he's the team doctor. Yeah, Fire his ass. Give me his fine. check. The team doctor is operating in the best interest of the team, you know. Oh. They might have been yep. trying to keep him on the field. Oh, this is just a sis. Go ahead back in there, bro. You're all right. It's a beast thing. You know, you know he didn't he didn't he didn't have the surgery until like the pro was around the Pro Bowl time. Yeah, they told him it was a spider bite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I don't know oh, what they told me. I shouldn't be laughing. They said the knot was big. The knot was big They was like, "You shouldn't play." And he had surgery then. I just think so, that yeah. it's unfair for the teams to constantly find ways to find the players for the smallest little things. Like Brent got fined one time because his sock slid down his shoe for the whole quarter, and the the white. And the aqua and the orange wasn't lined up properly with the other sock, and they find him five thousand dollars, and I'm just like, what the fuck? Mm. Oh, damn. Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah, that mu- they should be fired like a motherfucker. Then, if that's the case, they need they, they need to get for everything. Like yeah, they almost two point five. They need to get fired like two point five. Yeah. yeah, and they should give him the check because they, he'd been asking them for some guaranteed money, and that's what the GM's like. Oh, he's only doing this. Like, oh, he only faked cancer, and then it really was cancer. Because he wanted money. Like, you can't fake cancer, you dumb fuck. No, nah, cut that check. <laughs> fuck that. Gave my money. Oh, we going to court. Y'all told me I was cool. And now I'm, I had cancer all this time and I almost fucking died. Yeah. That's why they tripping. They said, like, he had surgery in the offseason. He should be good now ready to play. But you don't get to tell somebody when they should be good. Right. Yeah, but he, that's why, I think that's why he had another surgery. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, my point. We're talking about billionaires is always constantly trying to take nickel and diamond their employees. Whatever, nigga. Pay up. I would be doing I would be I would I would be one of those people like you know how when you see somebody get hit and they just go, ah and they like pass out professional I would flop. I would do whatever. Like fuck them. But you think so you think he should sue? Yes. And he's talking about he don't want to sue. He wants to put it behind him. Oh, no, nah, I would definitely sue. Mm-mm. And the NFLPA, they told me some pussies, too. They're like, yeah, you know, we're just trying to get this thing resolved. We're, we might possibly sue if they don't stop saying bad things about him. Like, you talking about a billionaire, dog. They don't say whatever they want to say. I, I think the only reason he's not suing because he's a good player. And he know he's going to get a check. Because the Patriots, the Patriots offer him a, offer the first-round pick for him. Right, right. So, you know, if the Patriots offer the first round pick for him, that lets you know, kind of know what his value is as a player. Like, right. so I feel like he know he's going to go get 50 million guaranteed. Yeah. That's so why I, I still want the other money too, though. <laughs> he said the other money, what? Oh, yeah, both? Yeah. But no, but Christina, they no. might kick you out the league if you win that. Oh, that's right. That's, that's, what, that's, what, that's what I was getting ready to say. Yeah, yeah, the, backlash. Backlash. the backlash, yeah. The backlash, yeah. It's one or the other. They're not going to let you make no money off them and you suing them. 
So it's and like one of the two. You, you're not going to be an old lineman in this league and you suing us for millions. It's like you got to pick one. That's why I was saying the bad for the he, – he, he know he's a good player. I feel like he, gonna, he know he's going to go get 50 million. So it's like – Man, let me just put this shit behind me. I'm good. If he worth a if he worth a first round pick, he's gonna get a lot more than fifty. But like you said, if he well, suits, you got to make it there first. One thing I know about the NFL, honey, a lot of shit can change overnight. Suddenly, you that nigga, you the star, and you get hurt, and you gone. <laughs> Trust me, I know that. Um, UFC and boxing matches, big matchups took place this weekend. I happened to watch both of them at Tootsie's which means I didn't get any audio, just video. But I know that, uh, what's his name, Jorge Masvidal, he's from Miami, so the city was lit. I mean, I'm talking about the city was lit to watch him fight uh, Nate Diaz. Who who watched it and who heard it? I watched Diaz up. Do you think that they called it too fast? Because, you know, Diaz's thing, his stigma is he usually get beat up a lot, and then he come back and win. Do you think they've called it too early to give him a shot to do what he normally does? Proof. Mm, I didn't. I didn't really catch the knockout, so I can't really tell you. I'm about to check it out though. I know it's right here. But no, I'm. I want to talk about that more. On the strength of we had to wait an hour and a half to see the fucking fight because of these <laughs> motherfuckers. You mad about the hour and a half wait? The fight came on at one thirty in the morning. What the yeah. fuck? I was in Tootsie's. <laughs> oh, y'all was in another place. No wonder y'all couldn't see. Oh, yeah. No, y'all I watched. It. No, I watched. Oh. I just couldn't hear it because. Oh, they, yeah, that shit was. They that had was the music awesome. Going that shit was. Yeah, that was a good fight. That was a good one this weekend. I, I was impressed. Um, I feel like. I feel. But I feel like they, they, they was right to stop it. I'm not questioning. We know Nate. I don't know what drug that motherfucker's on. Nate is on the drug. First of all, tell you right fucking now. He I don't know what get, he, he get beat up and they keep letting him slide through. But this motherfucker walking the ring like, yeah, bitch, I'm high. Let's go. Yeah, I mean, you gotta be on. Something he had two pussy. He had. He had. It looked like a pussy was on his face right here. It was. A, it looked like a vagina. If you yeah. when you looked at the yeah, during the fight, this shit was bad. It looked it like, looked like yes, it looked like I'm not. It looked like a but I was because at first I'm like fuck why you stop but they go hard. I know they gonna, yeah. he gonna cook. but then when they showed him standing up and they were just standing there shaking the shit looking like he was high. I said oh this man he got a pussy on his face. They got they got to stop that. They yeah, got they to stop. That it was just too much blood and they had to too stop because of the cuts and everything. But he's fought like that before, though. Like he's he's been in some deadly bouts, you know, yeah, like some crazy. Yeah, and he sometimes he comes out the winner too. Yeah, but I, I don't know, man. You had he was getting his ass and Molly Wap. Man, I'm talking about some open. Yeah. Whew, they yeah. had to stop that. I like I'm the watch. I, I caught the pre-fight, not the pre-fight, the little interviewing and everything. And I was watching him, and I learned so much about uh, not Nate, but about uh, Jorge. I hope I'm pronouncing the name right. But he used to do that backyard knuckle fighting and all that shit. <laughs> yeah, and, I know what you're talking like, about. <laughs> it's niggas like that are different, bro. They are different. <laughs> <laughs> if you outside fighting somebody backyard and somebody recording on an iPhone. And you getting like three hundred dollars afterwards? You did. I wouldn't even fight a nigga like that. But you know, a lot of those cats come from that background or something similar to that. 
Like most of those cats who in that UFC, they come from a background like fight club type shit where they would all come from doing shit like that to get to the UFC. Like real, they do that still right now to this day. I used to really want UFC and boxing band mm. because I just feel like it's just so dangerous. And, and Brent has kind of talked me into enjoying the sport and seeing like the skill aspect. Cause I was always just like, how do you get beat up like that by somebody? And then you just going to shake their hand afterwards and hug them and they just be kikiing and shit. And he was just like, no, it's like, it's a sport. Like, and I'm just like, ain't sports should not be fighting. Like I'm from the hood, my nigga. I don't understand fighting sports. It makes no sense. But when you watch Canelo, he's, like, probably one of my favorite boxers to watch right now. Like, I really like to watch him box. Like, there's, like, a, there's just, like, a, I can see why people like the skills of boxing. It's just I have, I have issues with somebody hitting me, and it don't ever stop. Ain't no bail in the ring. Ain't no ref to be able to get in front of it. It's just not going to happen. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Canelo's I'm like a great Kill him, kill him. You know, I'm like them gladiators. <laughs> Did you like the fight though? Did you think it was a good fight, Hustle? Oh yeah, that was an awesome fight. That it let me know, like I had to change my rankings of Jorge. I had him kind of lower than that. Like I know, I know he's a good fighter, but I still had him kind of. Sergey or Canelo? Yeah. No, uh, are you talking about boxing? Yeah, we're oh, yeah. boxing now. Oh, box! Oh, Canelo, yeah, y'all watch. Canelo. Oh no, Canelo! Now, man, that to me, that that match, that fight, put him in the in the in the all time great category. Like he's now he in that conversation with the with with the best of the best. Like, what's that four four divisions? Like, man, you move up just to think you go from fighting Floyd to fighting a heavyweight motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 winning with power. Yeah. Say, I don't, like you can say like he's not my favorite boxer, but what I seen that set, what I seen Saturday, I had to get props to. Yeah, I seen him do a little bit of everything, even like the triple G fights and everything. Like, I just feel like he could do everything now. He's proven to us that he's a great boxer. He's not the best, but he's in the discussion of one. Who, of the who's players. better than him? So right now, I can't say right now, no. But I'm just saying that oh, yeah, of boxing. But right now, he's holding it I like down. Earl Spence Jr. Say again? I like Earl Spence Jr. Oh, yeah? Which yeah. You? I mean, he, he, I'm from Dallas. He, he, he from Dallas. So if he from Dallas, like, he's also going to roll with they just some no, shit. No, I don't, I, like shit, I don't like shit out of Dallas, but Earl Spence Jr. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got no choice. One fuck motherfucker down there that... that I don't really. I'm not a big Canelo fan, and talk about it. Y'all know Kovalev just fought six weeks ago, right? Okay, yeah. so you saying that that was just an unfair yeah. battle? That's what you saying? The nigga stepped in the ring. He signed up. Look, yeah, well, of course he took. I want to fight. If if you watch, like if you watch the zone, is very one sided. <laughs> you know, we didn't see no Kovalev highlights, even though he was in the fight up until he got knocked out. But that's the point. The, the way I feel like Oscar and them is ruining boxing. Oh, okay. I see when what you, you turn on you used to turn on HBO, you got three people all arguing about the same shit. 
one like this one, one like that one, and they like, oh, we up in the air. When you turn on the zone, everything is, oh, he's great. Guess what? We don't see shit else but what he's doing. I feel you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it, it I don't know, man. I feel you. Cars was, <laughs> I think it's because it's my guy that's getting his dick sucked, so I'm cool. Did you see, did you see round eight, right? This is how I think is bullshit. Round eight. Kovalev caught him with some shit, right? Mm-hmm. They almost stopped his heart. And for 45 seconds, almost a minute, Kovalev didn't swing back. Canelo just moved around. You saying this was a setup? You saying this you, was fixed? That's what he's been saying. That's what he's been trying to say from the beginning. Go to round he, eight. They trying to pump up Canelo. Go to round eight. Watch when okay. Kovalev cracking. Pow. He in trouble. He immediately start doubling back, and then he just starts standing there. Nobody swung. Even the crowd start booing, like, what the fuck? And my thing is, he hurt. Yeah, I couldn't hear none of this. I was at the strip club. <laughs> he was hurt. He got hit. He got hit in round eight. Pow! And everything just stopped. It shut down. He didn't know what the fuck to do. So basically, you want to think about it. We talking about somebody that moved up to light heavyweight, knocking out a, a, a natural light heavyweight. Somebody that walks around at that way. Ah, uh, uh. what you saying? He worked for it. He earned it. I mean, like it's like the only thing I can say. I can understand you. Or you want to, from a boxing strategic standpoint, you want to make an excuse for the six week shit. That's not an excuse. You know, as a professional athlete, especially a boxer. So you mean to tell me he had three weeks to heal from the last fight and three weeks to train for this one for Canelo Alvarez? That's why I said if you want to, if you want to use that as an excuse, really an excuse. We talking about professional athletes. We talking about six weeks ago. He just was in a war. We got three weeks. The hill in three weeks to train for arguably maybe the best boxer, you know, in the business. Proof, saying it, saying it over again, not gonna change my response. I still won't. I'm still gonna, I'm still gonna give you this response. I get, I get what you're saying, but I mean, oh, let me give it to you then. We ain't even started no, talking I'm, about the Cowboys yet. They are. Well, I'm telling you that, th like now. Six weeks. I watch UFC. I love both boxing and UFC. So when I see UFC people fighting back to back fights or fight a week, a week or two weeks and doing all that kind of stuff, and they doing boxing, like boxing is less less inhumane than UFC. So I don't know. No, a champion that fights every six weeks. Come on. Yeah, you, it's not. You might. You might not. You right. I'm saying you can. We can make that. We can. You want to make that argument? But I just. I still got to give them props. Regardless, That's I gotta give him props for the way he fought and he didn't get knocked out. The way he moved in the ring, like you said, a natural heavyweight to somebody moving up to heavyweight. You got he, he still had, had, had he, he couldn't. Kovalev looked like he was thirty seven, and then when I found out that he just fought six weeks ago, I'm like, it makes perfect sense. We talking about the light heavyweight champion in the world, and he couldn't hurt Canelo Alvarez but one time. And then when he so, got so, him, he just looked at him like, oh, So shit. if they fight again, and he was to give him six months, you said if they fought again with six months rest, it would be a different outcome. If he would have fought him with three months, if three months of training camp, it would have been a totally different fight. Well, so you, think the fight was, you think the fight was close? The, the fight was close until he got knocked out, and he only had three, four weeks to train. <laughs> 
I'm talking about the light heavyweight champion where he probably didn't have no power. He probably was still hurting. But he signed up. Because and what would make you sign up for for what would make you sign up for a slaughter? Lose though, I get I get it. He got losses. It's not like he undefeated. Oscar got that money. Take this three million and take whatever else we gonna give you. You, you, I like I like I said. I think Oscar and them is ruining boxing, man. Um. It's you might bad. have a point on that. I ain't gonna say you. Man, gonna... boxing been ruined. It's been corruption in boxing. It's been cheating in boxing. So we ain't watching boxing to worry about that. You, you already know when you watch boxing, it's gonna be some cheating shit. We watching to see some fights on the zone, though. That's what I'm saying. We've arguably seen him lose three fights of his ten fight, three hundred million dollar contract. We saw him lose for the first time, the, the Triple G. The second time, Triple G landed even more punches, and he fucking lost. What the fuck? And then this one, he knocks out uh, the light heavyweight champion of the world 10 rounds in. Uh, uh, listen. I got your proof. I see you just don't like Canelo. I don't like him either. I don't. No, no, no. I don't like no foreign fighters. I don't like no foreigners when it come to boxing. I want all black Damn, people. Damn, you like all Americans? Only one American is the one that said one person. Quit. Only one person. When it come to boxing, though, I only want to see Americans win. There's only one person that I like that's not from here. Lomo. Nah, oh, fuck Lomo. He can't beat my young boy Tank Davis. Fuck him. <laughs> My young uh, boy. Y'all heard it? My young he boy. He can't beat that, that young boy. is going to fight. He's going to fuck Lopo up. My man, the Gypsy Devontae, King, Tyson. Look, Devontae? Tyson Fury? Tyson Fury, Tyson Fury, 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 man. Tyson. Fury got hands. <laughs> Yo, I ain't even going to hold you. He's very entertaining. I will that, say. He entertaining, and that shit just fly. Boop, bop, bop. You look up, he can punch him in the head five or six times, and he can move. He look like a sack of shit melting. He looks garbage. All of it looked look, trash. Don't he, don't he, he look like he melting. Yeah. But I don't he, want no trouble, bro. He got hands, man. It's ridiculous. He beat Deontay Wilder the fuck up. I'll tell you that. Ciao, dog. We not even finna do that. We gonna get a part two. We gonna settle this once and for all, okay? <laughs> we'll settle this. Moving on. Speaking of selling, Nike and Skechers have beef. Y'all know this. Y'all might not know this, but this beef has been going on for years. Skechers has been being sued by just about every shoe company that is alive. Because they still in their styles. Yes, they knocking off everybody's styles, and they took it <laughs> too far this time. Nike has sued Skechers four times in 2019. And the fourth one came when um, this week, actually, um, Skechers posted on Instagram a picture of uh, uh, Zion's busted shoe. And it said Nike blew it <laughs> to promote their new basketball shoe. They try to get it to the basket, the hoop game shoe, and they feel like they gotta take shots at everybody. Skechers is about to do hoop shoes, bitch, and they said they are tired. They didn't knock it off. Now she over here playing with this damn stick while I'm on my podcast. But yes, they took a shot at Nike and they posted a picture of the busted shoe and it said Nike just blew it. And yeah. they're trying to get people to come and see the Skechers has basketball shoes now. Now Skechers has sued other companies as well for knocking off their shoes, but Skechers is the most sued shoe company. And my thing is this: okay, Nike is worth 135 billion dollars. 
Why are they suing sketches, dog? Why are they no, doing that? No, they, 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 they knock off 95 now, ain't no. I don't know if they knock off 95 right here. Look at them. They knock off 95. Look at this. They got a knockoff. No, oh, sketches is out here. Oh, sketches is out here, my nigga. They, they, they ain't no knockoff. They said, oh, they they came up with that on their own. What y'all talking about? These oh the my god, these the skateboard score forties right here. You can hey, skate look, look. You can score forty. You can fight your cousin. You can run <laughs> and from you the can, and you can mow the grass and know. They all-purpose basketball sneaks. All-purpose. They hard. This, hey. Suit they own one, bro. They got the Air Max 98. The Air Max right here look aight, though. Y'all see the Air Max? Yeah. The Air Max aight right here. real familiar, dog. Nike is sick of their shit. But honestly, do you really think that Nike is going to lose business with Skechers? Like, Nike just posted that they have quarterly reviews of their shoes, and Nike took a hit last year when Zion busted out the shoe. But they have since made up for that, and they are booming right now. And college football has just begun. And all Skechers did, honestly, was help them, is promote that they have all these new shoes popping, too. What you got, Sheena? I'm trying to say all these neon green ones, but it's, it's too bright. You can't see it. I just, I can't believe it is. That's it. You got, hey, if you ain't fucking cheating, goddamn it, you ain't trying out here. Mika, I did not know this shit, bro. Me neither. I'm like, my mind is blown. I'm like, where the hell was I? And have I been around people wearing these sketcher imposters? You might hey. have. You never you know. Have. These shits, they look Every just time. like it. They just got an S on the side instead of the swoosh. I might what gotta if they wrote swoosh? Next time I'm at her crib. What if they shit. wrote Skechers in the swoosh, like in that, like, emblem? I would die. Bruh, that'd have been nice. All for that. That'd have been nice. Imitation is the greatest form of flattery. Oh, these yeah. the new, uh, these the new Walmarts. <laughs> Speaking of college basketball, we were talking about this before we started recording. Uh, college basketball started today, Hustle. Who's playing? Yep. Who was y'all talking oh, shit about? Oh, my partner for Kansas. My, my young bull. Like, like he said, my young bull, Jalen oh, Wilson, playing for Kansas. Playing. <laughs> <laughs> you hear me? <laughs> yeah. My young homie playing for Kansas, man. He a, he a rookie. He a, he a nice freshman. Six, seven. Shooter. And he's starting his career off how? Oh, oh, in Madison Square Garden against Duke. Like, mm -hmm. I'm saying, as a, any young dude playing basketball knows, like, your first game is in Madison Square Garden with the aura. They talk about that. They put in our heads. And then, and then you playing against Duke, where they put in our head, like, Duke is the best college for basketball ever invented and shit. Yeah. So it's like shit. Better at cheating than everybody else. But, you know, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying, like I said. <laughs> Type shit. <laughs> hey, do you guys watch college basketball? Sheena? <laughs> So you watch college basketball? I'm tuning into that one tonight. Um, in Kansas March. And Duke. <laughs> I watch in March, too. I ain't even going to hold you. I watch after I'm, football season. Yeah. Right. So if we get off here, I'm going to check it out. And I'm in North Carolina. That's what's even funnier about it. Right. Oh, that's where it's popping at. You know, you directly in the epicenter of pa oh, yeah. popping college basketball oh, right yeah. there. I grew up on well, top You said you're in Winston-Salem? No, I'm in um, Charlotte. Oh, yeah, Charlotte. Mm -hmm. Are you in the fake part of basketball? You more in like football? yeah, but I, I grew up in on you know Tobacco Road, Raleigh, Durham, Chapel Hill. 
Wait. She ain't from the Trey. She ain't from that Trey Five Four. No, I'm from High Point. What you know? Oh. About Trey oh. oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, this episode we ain't gonna get to talk basketball. I might record another one this week. We'll see how I feel. This is a football discussion. Let's get to it. Uh, last week's game, week nine review. We're gonna start off with the Dallas Cowboys and the New York Giants. Hustle, you are a Cowboys fan. Go ahead. This this game happened last night. Look at proof. Hey, we <laughs> take your shit already. Any given Sunday, we take any win how it come. It wasn't a it wasn't a pretty win. It wasn't nothing to brag to the bank about. You know, you look at the stats. Zeke did his thing. Coop did his thing. Shit, Randall Kyle had a good guy. Everybody looks good, but you no, know, for the team that we played, we were supposed to we were supposed to murder them. I, I wouldn't I wasn't impressed, but I would take that win. Proof. A lot of people are saying that this puts the Dallas Cowboys back in the Super Bowl hunt discussion. Do you think that this game put them back in the hunt for the discussion? It's going to be defined by two teams in the NFC East, them and us. And um, I can't fucking stand them, man. Dak, Dak I mean, looks yes. okay. He keep crying over this $40 fucking million. Dollars. He's not getting $40 million. Forget about it. Or whatever he wants, 30 or 40 But Don't I mean, count our money. It was the Giants. I mean, you know, I wanted the Giants to win. It was a close game till the refs start cheating and shit. Mm. They cheat for they cheat for Dallas anywhere they go. Dallas can play in Hong fucking Kong and they're gonna get every fucking flag. It's it's ridiculous. But that's how it is when Jerry got the bag though. Jerry got that fucking bag, man. So you know how that shit go. Damn, I know he from he already admitted defeat. Sheena, we don't even got to say nothing. We ain't got nothing. Like he he already sound like he know we winning the division and we winning everything. Ain't that what y'all got from it? Yeah, uh, it just sounds like his team is not doing oh, good this year. And he's keeping it right. Yeah, they not. Oh wow, they not gonna win nothing while we down. I guarantee you that. If, mm-hmm. Even if they win the division, they're going to do the same thing they do every year. Go home the first week. Let me ask you this question. Do you, what grade do you give Dak Prescott after uh, yesterday's game? Dak is sitting at a solid B-. minus. B minus. Do you do you feel like there's there's people in the league that feel that Dak is um, a part of the problem, not the solution. Meaning he can't put the team on his back when they need a score. He can't come up with it. So do you think that that's B minus play? I think that's accurate, and I think that that's why he's not going to get that contract that he's demanding. He hasn't. To me, you know, in the games that I've seen, he hasn't justified asking for that. Um, I feel like when it comes to the quarterback position, that's a that's a delicate position. Um, like the market has been reset so many different times, and you could argue somebody like Brock Osweiler can can cash out. You know, why can't Dak get his check? So I mean, I get it. You got the Kirk Cousins. You got you know. I mean, I'm just gonna go say you got the white quarterbacks that are cashing out that never. Quite, you he know, he's a white quarterback. What's that? Nothing. 
Dak is black. Dak is mixed. Quit disrespecting our culture. Quit disrespecting my quarterback. First of all, I let y'all do two. I let I've been letting y'all make the slander this whole time. First, he's gonna get his money, and he deserved the money. We don't determine the market. The NFL do. Every year, the 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 quarterbacks pay go up, go up. He's just part of a time when the quarterbacks don't want up to 40 million. So he should, he, he should get somewhere close to 35, 40 million. Does that mean he's the, he's the best quarterback? He's he going to get close to it. Because after our postseason run and everything, it's like they're going to look at him like, and this is what the coach that we got. Just imagine if he had a real coach y'all coaching him. Blame Sean Gary because just like y'all try to – Blame him for the losses. Y'all don't never give him credit, for, credit the for the wins. There y'all go. To, I'm not saying no credit for – I don't give him credit for wins or losses. I say he in the way. That's why I said once we get a coach. I say he's doing this without a coach. We know we don't have a great coach because that's why we can lose to a team like the Jets. But you have to call the plays now, so he's you can't use him as excuse anymore. Man, coaching, coaching is more than just a play calling. It's like it's more than it's, it's the it's, it's the identity. It's about discipline. Yes, yeah, the identity. You it's the identity. You your team take on the identity of your head coach. We know uh, whoever that dude is, somebody who, whoever calling the play, offensive coordinator or defensive coordinator, is still going out the head of the snake. Our coach, yeah. our head coach is not. I'm just saying, like, as far as winning big games, making adjustments, if, just little things like now, nah, it's like we got, we don't, we don't, we don't have an idea of how we're going to trust to make it happen. We don't, it's like, now nah, I don't know. I don't know how our coach responds to adversity, period. Proof, you're an Eagles fan, and I don't, I think you hate the Cowboys more than the Giants, but what I want to know from you is if you had a choice, Saquon Barkley or Zeke Elliott. Who would you want on your Eagles uh, as a running back? Who was first? Saquon Barkley. Or <laughs> you can't say his name. He said him. <laughs> Tell, me why. The, Tell me why. That guy might be the most electrifying player we've seen in the league, and I can't stand the fucking Giants or the Cowboys. I can't. But Saquon Barkley, you put Saquon Barkley on Dallas, he'll have 2,000 yards, easy. 25 touchdowns, easy. They do have the offensive line that's assisting, obviously. And, you know, if you, if you keep it real, they have the receivers and they can, they can also throw the ball and get down the field. So you can't, like, they, they're not one that's dimensional. That's not going to get paid because he got everything around him and they lose three games straight. That's the Hustle. Hustle, would you trade Zeke Elliott for Saquon Barkley on your on your Cowboys? <laughs> God, damn. He know he would. He know he would. He going to keep it real. That's the question. Why are you even asking me those type of questions? He might he might come across his podcast and see me answer it. <laughs> <laughs> All of you guys are sports reporters right now. You have to just decide. Make give me so put in the sand I'm going to take Barkley, bro. I'm taking Barkley. If you give me a chance, hell the fuck. You see the athlete? Yeah. That's a with fucking no, athlete. No offensive line. No offense. No help. No, no. Oh, man. He go to Dallas. He looked like, a, he, like he was built. Not like, like somebody built him. Hey, take these thighs. Here, take this. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, shit. Like, come on, man. He's top 10 right now in football. Top 10. All time. 
Mm, and he ain't did a goddamn thing yet either. That's crazy, right? Man, he cold. We that all just wait for the Giants to either do something stupid and lose them or do something smart and get a quarterback. Do you guys think that uh, this quarterback is the one? Do you think they should be drafting him? I mean, he, he looked like he can throw. He can make all the throws. Oh, What is that? It stopped. Plane. That was you? That was a plane? Yes. That was loud as shit. <laughs> My bad. I stayed by the airport. Oh. Oh, the way he said yes. He's <laughs> like, yes. Anyways, like, go ahead. Oh yeah, but I like I feel like Daniel Jones is a solid quarterback from what I've seen so far. Um, he he's strong. He don't mind standing strong in the pocket. He can make all the throws. Then he's mobile, and he don't mind taking a hit. His feet not too happy. I feel like he they got a, they got a bright future with them two playing. Longer they continue to de- develop and grow. Um, like I said, I feel like they're gonna have to do something about their coach. But like like Cowboys. But as far as the quarterback and running back. Mm-hmm. They solidify for the next few ten years. I agree. The entire NFC East coaching staff can get fired, except for our coach. <laughs> so, all of them. That all is our very staff true. Can go except, all our staff can go except Doug. Dallas coach ain't shit. The Giants coach ain't shit. Washington coach ain't shit. For real, for real. If you think about it. Yeah. Damn! Shots fired at the whole league. Except I, mean, I, didn't think, it. I didn't think about it until he said it, but it's that's really true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they all like you know Miles Garrett on the hot. I mean, uh, what's his name? That yeah, Miles Garrett. He's on the fucking hot seat. No, the Redskins coach already got fired. <laughs> and that's why I feel like the Dallas Cowboys is is out here talking a lot of shit because their division is weak this year. And anytime y'all play against somebody, y'all struggle. And even when y'all do win, like this game, if that cat hadn't ran across the goddamn field and put some type of juju on the Giants, y'all might have lost this goddamn game too. Y'all was playing terrible, hustle. You know it. I mean, no, I, I, I told you the, that coach for Giants made some horrible decisions and horrible play calls. I don't know what he was doing. Honestly, that's why I said to you. There was a couple times they should have ran the ball, I felt like, and they was throwing it and just, just putting. Man. They don't have nobody to throw to. Yeah. And tight end is pretty good. They don't have nobody to throw to, though. And then you got this running back that you're not even going to use. That's two people right there. Making making the Cowboys look great, but like Proof said, let's see if y'all get out the first round. Because, I mean, to be honest, like, Dak is going to get paid. I don't think paid. no team is going to do good in the playoffs this year. Not in our division. None of them. If we make it, if they make it, we go home first, second round. Easy. Play, playoffs is any given Sunday. Once you get to the play, you just never know. The Eagles not gonna make it. The Rams not gonna make it. But the Cowboys, we gonna wait to see how they play. We gonna we gonna see how they play on Sunday, and we gonna the Rams watch it. Do with this hustle, huh? We was talking about the NFC East. And you just gonna throw the Rams in there? I just cause the way you the way you the, the way you talked about the Cowboys was disrespectful. You were like they <laughs> winning on we sorry team. They doing all this. They think they contenders. They think they think and all that shit. That was disrespectful. Are you so just gonna say that my team? We <laughs> playing in the playoffs. I don't Y'all see anybody. I don't. I don't see no NFC's team beating anybody in the playoffs this year. <laughs> if we go, if they go, good night. First round, bye. 
Let's Tonight. move on to the New England Patriots Baltimore Ravens game. Um, it's unfortunate that I didn't really get to air this, but I called the Baltimore win, and it went exactly how I said it was going to go. Sheena, did you catch that game? And what did you think of Tom Brady's play in this game? I didn't catch the game. I was still at the stadium. I was kind of getting bits and pieces of it. But um, more so than Tom, more than it said something about Tom Brady, I think it basically served notice of Lamar Jackson. Mm -hmm. You know, I think it's so weird. And we talk about it a lot, Nico, you and I just privately, how black quarterbacks are the only athletes that get black for being athletic. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Black quarterbacks are the only athletes that ever get scrutinized for being athletic. So I think more so than what it said about Tom Brady, it said more so about Lamar Jackson. Hmm. Interesting. Also, what did you think of Tom Brady uh, in the game? This is the first game I can say he. I can honestly say he really kind of looked old. He was on his ass. No, what I'm saying is he was doing that Peyton Manning shit. He was on his Peyton Manning shit. You know, they, they smart. They get to throwing them foot passes like a motherfucker. You hear me? They get to whenever you see them. <laughs> throwing, throwing multiple foot passes, you know they they, they too old to take hits. Yeah. They too old to take hits. Tom in Baltimore Brady old for two years to me. I, I called this two years ago, and I said Tom Brady was uh, was on his way down, and it was simply because he's not able to move. And when you're not able to move, you just start to cower as soon as you see any type of pressure because you're trying to preserve your body as opposed to get the playoff. And that is going to continue to hinder them. Now, that that goes for any quarterback in the league. If you're getting hit, if you're getting touched, if you know you're getting rushed, things are going to change. But what is, doesn't change in these other quarterbacks is they take hits, they get hit, they they don't mind it. Tom Brady ain't finna let you hit him at all. You can sack him, but you ain't about to get clobber that nigga. He's going down. <laughs> It's going to get worse. Go ahead, Proof. I'm sorry. No, it's cool. That's why the offense is like that. They line up three receivers, four receivers, and everybody's doing five and out, five and in. So yeah. he don't have – just pick somebody and get rid of the ball. It's, everything is the short pass. It looked like it's going down the field. Everything is the short pass. Everything is designed to get the ball out quick so he don't get killed. Do you think Man. that it's his last year with the Patriots? If he keep taking hits like he did the, the, that last hitter when he did he what he threw an interception or some shit like that the end that last yeah, that shit was he a threw bad, up, that was a bad that he didn't even get hit there he just a bad yeah, he got hit he got hit he got crushed is that the <laughs> one like, oh, we about the same one the uh, the last one he threw it he threw one up I think it was the end I think it was like towards the end of the game threw one up and he got leveled. Oh, I didn't even see him get hit. I just know the ball was nowhere near the receiver, and the safety just stood back there and caught it. Like right. he got, he got smacked on that John. And but that's the thing; they was on his ass all game. They didn't let him breathe. They came at him. Remember, and, and we was on the podcast. I told you and BG a couple weeks ago, Lamar Jackson. I told him they was gonna beat the Seahawks, and they beat the shit out of him. I told you. Um, don't let's just be clear. I think Lamar Jackson is really good. He's not great. Okay. He's yeah. he possesses well, something I mean, right that now, his league has yet That's to come. That's what I was saying. And he no, was no. like, oh, he's not going to beat the Seahawks. I'm like, I don't know. He don't buy. No, he I didn't think he was going to beat the Seahawks at all. I, I I know that. But the reason that I didn't think they was going to win wasn't the same as what, why I picked him this time. 
And the yeah. part of the reason that I even picked him this time is because you have Tom Brady he's going up against. Somebody who isn't going to be able to keep up offensively. The Patriots have a great defense, and, and I believe well, – I'm not going to lie – a, a part of the reason that the Patriots' defense is doing well is because the Patriots' offense is scoring a lot of points, and you can play man-to-man -man coverage. You can be aggressive if you know your team is going to score points. That is what also makes stats, you know, something you can't follow because you don't – the stats are all relative to what's going on. Um, possession. Yeah. That division stinks. They gonna Absolutely, be that the division stinks, yeah. It's always stunk. Time, time, Brady got in. get seven to eight wins out of that division every year, and everybody's like, "Oh, their defense is so good." These guys can't fucking score. <laughs> These guys they can't can score. They just can't keep up. There's a difference between being able to score and being able to keep up with a high-powered offense. That puts too much pressure on your defense. Whenever your your team is a if it's a low-scoring game, every defense has a chance. Whenever it's high-scoring, you got to start taking shots and taking chances, trying to jump routes and get picks, trying to get your team back in it. And then that's how you get burned and explosive plays happen. And the team that usually has the most turnovers and the team that has – or another team has the most explosive plays usually wins the game, period. Yeah. I mean, you know, like and I Tom said. Is, Tom is a liability to me at this point. He's been a liability for two years, and he won the Super Bowl, too. So it's just like – I'm not – he's not a liability. He's just not – the best asset as he once was. But to say he's a liability, that's a bit – he's not a liability. Uh, that's, he, he's the reason they lost that game. He should have took oh, some hits. No, you he lose the game. Some hits for his team. Just, like, just like a running back. Imagine a running back afraid to take take on a linebacker and hit him, be able to hit hard, and you just say, I'm not going to get that extra yard. I'm just going to fall over because I want to, you know – Retain my body so I could play the next play. Like you know, that, that's they, different too. Really, time they got bullied. <laughs> they got but bullied. no, I'm not quite. I'm just saying he's not, he's not the tongue ready he once was, but he's not a liability. You make him seem like he's Nick Foles or or he's you know. He's less skill. He still got the mind the of Tom Brady. What'd you say? Didn't they just win the Super Bowl a couple months ago? Yeah, they they won it in this year and the year before. They they gonna. Yeah, that don't make sense. That he can't be. Nah, he ain't a liability. The same person. He just got fucked up. The Baltimore wasn't trying. They wasn't trying you to hit him. You can get fucked up and and still play. He's he's basically saying my body is more important than the game to me. That's well, true. I mean, say, but if you do that in the playoffs, then we can say that. But okay, right so now, it's just week nine, and we give him a. Yes. Yeah, now, if he gets to week the point, week nine he, determines where you sit in the playoffs. They gonna they know their division weak. Like everybody knows, they got young weak division, so they gonna win their division and do that. So, it, only thing I would say is the problem if those foot throws turn into foul downs. You know what? What they started doing in the foot, then after throwing in the foot, they start fouling down when they just going to the ground taking the set. If we start doing that, then I know like okay, hey, it's time to let him. You know, say so right now he's still serviceable. So, so Tom Brady can play. He could do this for another three or four years. Then, right? Oh, I didn't say that. No, he's still serviceable this year. He's still serviceable this year like based on... The same shit he's doing now, he could do it next year. What's the difference? Uh, because it, the dynamics of their team could change. The more and more the dynamics change, the harder it becomes. Grunk leaving. Grunk leaving. Got 18 months left, if that. Yeah, it get, it get harder. It get harder. I'm telling you, it get harder, man. Shit. It seems like... 
if 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 he get fucked up real bad, if they win it this year, he'll come back. If he get fucked up real bad and they don't go, he, he probably will come back next year. So you don't think he would want to go out, you know, on a high note? You don't think that a Super Bowl win will will make him be like, okay, you know, I don't have anything else to prove. I can go ahead and retire. If that was the case, he would have retired last year. I don't think it is either. I think if he keeps winning, he's gonna keep on playing. It's gonna have to get ugly for him for him to quit. He's gonna, he gonna, gonna, yeah. gonna have to pull Tom Brady off the field in a stretcher. That nigga loves football. <laughs> yeah, if no. they win this year, he'll play again. If they get over they get up in the playoffs, nah. he's done. It's he's over done. under 45. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, he wants to play forever, but he also did, is like, I'm not gonna risk my body for these points. But he don't get hit that much. That's why he can play. You know why he don't game. get hit that much? Because he goes down. <laughs> that that too, but his offensive line and like I said, the, the scheme is drawn up. It's three, four receivers lined up, and everybody's going five or six yards out and cutting in. Everything is a quick throw, short pass, short pass, six yards, seven yards, six yards. They doing mm-hmm. these seventy yard drives off of intermediate throws. Yeah, and it's called the dink and dunk. He doesn't get hit. It's the dink and dunk. He's been doing it for years, and then he take your head off that's with why, a bomb. That's why he's 70 years old still playing football. 70. <laughs> ah, a look ahead. So this is what we pick the teams that we want to win the game, and we give a quick reason why. We can argue for sure. Mm-hmm. We're going to start with Dallas and Minnesota. Now, Dallas is coming off the win of the Giants. Uh, you know, luckily, they won the game. It looked The score looked really bad, but it was really a game until the second half. Honestly, I think they outscored them like 30 to 9 or something in the second half. <laughs> they had the fumble return. Yeah, it was messy, but Minnesota – also is coming off of a loss, uh, a nail-biter to the Mahomes-less Chiefs. I love that game. That shit was exciting. It was fun to watch. Any, any team could have won. Now you have Dallas, who is trying to prove that they're a Super Bowl contender against Minnesota Vikings team, who's just trying to make sure they get to the playoffs. Um, let's go with Proof first. Proof, who do you have winning this game, Dallas versus Minnesota Vikings? Good to look on his face. <laughs> I mean, if we're gonna be, if we're gonna keep it funky, I take Dallas. Okay, respect. Kirk, Tell me why. Kirk Cousins ain't shit. Not shit. He stink. He been having a good year. Little. He had a good game against us. He played pretty good against the Chiefs. They lost. I hope that killed his confidence. I think Dallas gonna win. Sheena, who got you Dallas. Dallas or Minnesota? I got Dallas. Dallas is still one of those teams that, you know, struggling to find their identity, but I still think that Dak, oh, Dak is a better quarterback than Kirk Cousins. I think it's going to come down to the oh, which yeah. defense is going to show up. This nigga done lit a blunt hustle. I hesitate to hit on my blunt before I say this to y'all because this is like, this is troublesome. Like, I see proof and quick both talking about Dallas. This Philadelphia motherfucker talking about Dallas. I know we going to lose. Oh. Fuck. <laughs> really? It's a jinx. Oh, shit. It's a jinx. It's a jinx. Man, the fix is in. I used to be a Cowboys fan, though. But go ahead. Oh. I did. How the hell you going to used to be? You, you meet Mills now? I grew up a Dallas Cowboys fan until I got older and really started like watching the ins and outs of the game. Like I grew, that was my dad's team, and that was I was a daddy's girl, so I grew up. He's a Dallas. good man. How you doing, Mister Quick? I know you a good man. 
hey, quit. I, I know you're a good man. Hey, listen. I really want, I really, really want to pick Dallas. Like, I'm telling y'all, y'all think I'm being funny, but the way they played against the Giants yeah. and the way Minnesota's been playing lately, like, I honestly feel like Minnesota's going to win the game. But like, I feel like... It takes a bad game like that to jolt you back to reality sometimes, though. They could have gone into the Giants game and expected them to roll we, over. I mean, they've been... We played a, bad against the Jets, Sheena. Oh, yeah, y'all did. Jets beat y'all. Yeah, it's like it's like Sam Darnold, bro. Yeah, like I'm, I'm telling you, like I'm not watching. I wasn't like I wasn't impressed with yesterday's game at all. You shouldn't have been. I know you. Were. I was happy we won, but I was not impressed. I'm scared because I like the way Minnesota played against KC. Mm -hmm. I like the way Kirk Cousins has been playing since what since old dude called him out. Yeah, ever since old that oh, since that player yeah. called him out, he been he's been back to. What, what's yeah. that saying he used to say all the time when he was in, when in Washington? <laughs> so, he, he back in. He back used to say, yeah. But you know what? You're right. Because remember we talked about that Thielen and um, what's the, what's the dude? Uh, Stephon Treadwell. Diggs Look, called him out as well. They Stephon Diggs. Talking shit about him. And ever since then, it seemed like it turned around. They've been playing really good football. They lost to the Chiefs. Just, you know, it was a good game. Like, you know what I'm saying? It was a good game. Yeah. And this is a tough one. This is why I picked this game. They too. held it with the Chiefs, too. You said yeah. what? They held it down against the Chiefs, too. The Chiefs high power. But they didn't have Mahomes. I mean, uh. I'm a Matt Moore fan. He's my favorite backup in the league, just so we keep it real. Right. Now, Matt, Matt looks good. I started, call you, I, I started to call you and tell you he looked good at that game. Right. You know I've been a Matt Moore fan. Yeah, Moore I did. Fan. No. I, but I, was, I still was happy with the way Minnesota – Minnesota play like I, I like the I like their identity, man. I feel like the way they play football, Cowboys gonna have some trouble. But who you picking though? I ain't, I pick Minnesota. I can't even lie to you. Mm. Damn, I'm picking Cowboys, and I hope you're right. I'm picking the Cowboys because um, I don't, I think Stephon Diggs feeling I think is injured. Um, Steph, he got to have somebody to throw the ball to. Diggs. I mean, Diggs, I think Diggs has a small injury of some kind, too. Like, something happened to him in the game, too. So, oh, I don't know how healthy he is. And that's why I'm picking the Cowboys, honestly. If uh, oh, see, if they out, out, if they both out. Healy went out with a hamstring, right? Healy went but out I know he was out this game. I think that, that was a big difference for them. So, I, that's why I'm picking the Cowboys, because I think that the Vikings are wounded this week. But other than that... And both them receivers out, Sheena, I changed my pick to the Cowboys. If they out, if they even troublesome for the week, I would change my pick for the Cowboys, even though I feel like uh, Cook is going to have an awesome game against us. Mm. Mm. I hope he does. I still think Dallas going to play a good game next week. I hope he does have a great game. But Next game, Sheena, we need you. Carolina and Green Bay. Uh, we just found out Cam Newton is on the IR. Give us the T on Cam Newton. Are we going to see him ever again in a Panthers uniform, in your opinion? My short answer is no. Um, I feel like the Panthers have mismanaged Cam Newton's health over the last three seasons badly. Um, but that's the name of the game. It goes back to the Trent Williams saga we were talking about with, you know, whether you're taking the interest of the owners slash coaches or the players, you know, how they're choosing to do that. But um, Cam Newton 
shouldn't have played those first two games this season. Um, his legacy in, in Carolina is his era is coming to an end. It sucks that it's go, he's going out like that because he he lost his last nine games, oh and nine. But he was unhealthy. He was injured. But um, if they do choose to keep Cam, because he's coming up on his contract year next year, they right. choose to keep him. That costs him twenty one million in cap space. Mm. If mm. they cut ties, they just lose two million in dead cap space. So financially, it makes sense for the team to move on from them. But Carolina's always one transaction or two away from being a great a great team, in my opinion. They'll have all the other pieces in place, and they need that one transaction, and they will not make it. But I definitely think that's it. Um, as far as Kyle Allen, this being Kyle Allen's team, I don't think that he is your franchise quarterback. I think he comes in. He does what a backup's supposed to do. He, he, he can manage the game, keeps things from falling completely apart, which is what he's done. But it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. I think that he's done in Carolina. It sucks. I hate to see him go, but I think that was it. So who, do you, have, so who do you have winning this game, Green Bay or Carolina? I'm going to give the edge to Green Bay, um, mainly because the the pass rush for the Panthers has been inconsistent. I mean, I, it sucks. To, it, I guess it doesn't really match up with the stats because they're leading the league. They got like 34 sacks on the year. They get Mario Addison back, but they're like the X factor of the game. If they show up, it's going to be a rough day for Aaron Rodgers. If they don't, it's going to be an air attack. So I'm going to – oh, this is tough. <laughs> Hard, Rico. Yes, pick your team. You pick Green Bay already. You want to change your mind? Hey, but they Addison will be back. Mario Addison will be back. Um, I think Christian Miller's coming back this week. So mm-hmm. you know, I'm gonna change it. I'm gonna go with the Panthers. I'm gonna go with the Panthers, like with a three point win. It's gonna be close, but I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Panthers. Hustle, who you got winning the game? Um, honestly, man, I think the Panthers are gonna win this game easy. Why? I don't even think. He's gonna, yeah, I don't think. I feel like from what I've seen, I know you might don't like Kyle Allen, but I feel like no, he no, has I some tough. No, no. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I said he has managed the games well. You, uh, game if you calling him a backup, see the <laughs> the fan of Carolina saying this is our starting quarterback. We found talent right replacement, yes, but, but you from you right there in, in in Charlotte, and you saying he's the backup. We need we still need a quarterback. You basically probably want Cam to still come back. But here's the thing: who wouldn't want Cam to come back? He's arguably the greatest Panther to put that uniform on. I mean, y'all. I mean, I I would say that. I would argue that. I would argue that. I mean, people might not like his his post game attire. They might not like that attitude. See, I ain't even got to none. I'm not even going to because I don't like to talk down on the. Y'all can't talk at once. My fault. Sheena, you have the floor. You was just yeah. saying he was the best Panther yeah. ever. I think he was. He's arguably top three. Arguably, he's one of the top three Panthers to put that uniform on. And there's nobody that takes at Kyle Allen over a healthy Cam Newton. So he is the backup. And then they just drafted Will Greer in the third round, which they just better hope Kyle Allen doesn't get hurt with Cam on IR because Will Greer's not ready to play in the NFL yet. Proof, why you give up that face when she said that Cam was the best Panther to wear the uniform? Because I think Steve Smith is. 
Hmm, talk that shit. <laughs> I said uh, arguably top three. Yeah. Well, Peppers. McCaffrey better than him right now, goddamn it. And that's why I'm picking and that's why I'm picking them, because of McCaffrey. I'm going to Carolina. He'll take over a game now. Christian. I'm hating. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm going with Christian McCaffrey. I'm going with Carolina. He gonna he gonna kill the Packers. Mm. Well, I'm picking I'm picking the Panthers because Aaron Rodgers just shit on his team for no reason in the media. He tried it. I understand what happened, Aaron. I'm a fan. But when your team goes to LA, what you should understand is everyone's gonna be out on these hoes, getting going shopping, living life. That's why you go two days early. So you can get your whole shit out. And now you're going to try to say that's the reason that everybody was missing blocks and running the wrong routes and playing back because your QBR was a four or whatever the fuck it was. You got to argue with them niggas in the locker room. The moment you put that out there in the press, now everybody hates you, okay? Now nobody wants to play together. You should have cussed them out in the locker room, kept it in-house, and y'all build on that and be like, you know what, Aaron, we fucked up. You're right. We got to come back together this week and play good. But when you do that and you say everybody else but yourself was ready for the game, everybody else but you prepared improperly for the game, that causes a problem in the locker room and it spills over into Sunday. I got the Panthers just on the controversy alone. They must have went to the strip club that night or something. You guys think it'll be like – He's the square on the team. He didn't go out with them that night. That's why they lost because he didn't go with them. I, I feel like this has always been a knock on Aaron Rodgers. He's always been considered like a a, a bad teammate. So it's always the fact that then. Oh, shit. What you yeah, say? I, what you say? He's always talked shit. Yeah, he's, I'm saying, no, he's always been considered like a bad leader, like his personality, his demeanor, everything in the locker room. We know how we look at Tom Brady as this great leader. He adjusts, he adapts, he he welcomes, like, you know how they speak highly of him. Or even how they speak, like, they always spoke negatively. Even former players, everybody who deals with Aaron Rodgers speaks of him in a negative light. So I feel like that's, I mean, that's normal. So, but I still pick the Panthers because of their pass rush, and and they going Panthers gonna win easy. I feel like I pick Panthers because of their pass rush, and 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 the Green Bay Packers defense is not good. Like we we was hyped on they, they started the season. They started the season good, playing well. It looked like hot, but it's like you can see they showing themselves. And I feel like every time Kyle Allen play a team, a defense is not good. He looks like a good quarterback. So, I like I know y'all say he's a backup, but he played San Francisco, he played Jacksonville, he played like he played against some good teams, and 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 then and then throw and then throw games away. And I, I don't know. I just feel like after having Cam Newton as the quarterback for so long, those wide receivers are happy to have Kyle Allen, and I feel like it's gonna it's gonna carry them. When I say backup, you, it's almost as though you feel like it's in a negative tone, but he, he was the backup. He, like, went into camp as the third string. So that's what he is. He's a backup. No one expected Kyle Allen, well, outside of the Panthers media that said practice every day, no one accepted, I mean, expected Kyle Allen to be starting and playing right now. 
Oh, I didn't either. But I'm saying that. But what we've seen so far, he looks like he can be a starting quarterback in this league. He don't. He doesn't look like a Kirk Cousins. He don't put me in the mind frame of Kirk Cousins or a uh, Matt Trubisky or or Ryan Tannehill. None of those people come to mind when I watch him play. When I watch the throws that he makes and everything, I see. I see a something. I see a little. I see a much better player. That's the only, that's the only reason I was saying that. That's fair, and he's still he's still fairly young too. You know, I think and was, you know what else too. Like people don't really realize this. Like, and this is no knock at Cam because I think that he is the future of the the NFL. His style of play, but Cam does not win games throwing the ball. And Kyle Allen has been winning the games throwing the balls. So the receivers are probably like that. You know, we got somebody that can actually stand in the pocket and throw where. Cam was more like, I'm going to set you up with this run, and then when I catch you slipping, I'm going to throw a very inaccurate ball. But it might get – it will get there, you know what I'm saying? And so I feel like the team would like Kyle Allen more because he looks traditional. He can do the things that the typical white quarterbacks can do, and that's stand in the pocket and make throws. Especially with North Turner, with that West Coast offense, it didn't really fit Cam Newton's style of play either, which is another reason that I think that they will move on from Cam Newton after, well, next next season. This is a quick question, Sheena. What, so what offense do you think fit Cam Newton's play? Uh, the one the Ravens is running right now. Yeah, the, ones that, the one that is allowing Lamar Jackson to be Lamar Jackson. Um, but the thing oh, is, it, it depends on what kind of player Cam's going to be coming off this injury. It's a Liz Frank injury. And if he can't run and it affects his mobility, he's no longer Cam Newton. Mm-hmm. He's done. Yeah, I, I, I feel like he's done, too, because he made his living. I, I called it back when Cam first came in. I, I knew they were going to shut him down. Just, I mean, this is this has nothing to do with the injury, the reason they shut Cam Newton down to me. I feel I like if they, if they put on injury reserve now, they should they could have done that three, four weeks ago. I really and feel- that's because they were, you know, they have the rights to Cam. Just that's the reason he played those first two games. They want their money's worth, okay? And that's one thing I know about an NFL franchise. If they pay you, they got damn going to put you out there, whether they got to fucking pump you with needles and juice and pills and wherever the fuck, they're going to play you. And when they realized that Cam couldn't be Superman, it was like, well, shit, we got to give ourselves a chance every week. And they went with Kyle, and it was like, damn, he can actually run this offense. He can stand in the pocket and make the throws. That doesn't make him a franchise quarterback, but that does make him better th- for this team than what Cam Newton mm-hmm. was doing. Yeah. I mean, and the thing about it, though, and you guys saw it, like, early in training camp, of course, you know, they wanted to silence everybody, showing them throwing the deep ball and everything at the first open practice. But from the time – I, I, wanna, I forget how many days Cam went straight without talking to us. We talk, Cam didn't talk to us for a minute. I want to say it was the 30, 45. Girl, it was a minute. He put his ascot on over his head. He, had a, <laughs> he didn't talk to me. This way. He didn't That's talk another to reason why they getting rid of him, because he's making his left self look like a fucking fool all the time. He was he was out of there, man. When he did finally talk, like it was just such a different Cam. Like Mentally, he ain't been there at all this season. I would argue to say even in training camp, it's almost like I don't okay. know. He don't, even look, he don't look like he is at all. He doesn't. He doesn't. like. And, I, and football is so much more than a phys- just a physical part of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, oh, y'all, it's time to go. Man, that's fucked up. What's today? 
We got to cut it off. Aiden's home. He about to be loud in here. I got to go. Hey, Sheena, give your Instagram real quick because my listeners have never um, met you before. I want them to know who you are. I'm at Sheena underscore Marie and the number three. Sheena Marie, proof. You are at H-U-N-I-T-P-R-O-O-F. Yep. At Honey Proof. At Honey Proof. At Twitter. And at Cuz I Hustle, C A U S C I H U S T L E. Spelled correctly, but that's what it is. <laughs> Thank you guys. That was funny. Yes. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Uh, me. Brent's not here. I'm so used to saying us. Brent is playing soccer. Fuck him. He chose this little soccer game for me. But. <laughs> <laughs> but I appreciate you guys for joining me. Uh, I appreciate y'all. We're going to get out of here. Uh, I'll holler at y'all later. Thanks again. Peace. All right. Peace, y'all. So that was episode 189.2. Uh, like I said before, I apologize for last week's episode. I was having a complete brain fart. I have a lot going on right now. Um, for those of you still asking me about my cookbook, that is my new focus right now. I'm trying to finish up getting everything done so I can put the pre-sale out for the cookbook. Um, I'm also going to start looking at some other cities to do live shows in New York is up first. So as soon as I can get a venue and a date, I will be putting out some pre-sale tickets to see if y'all fucking with the kid or not but um i appreciate you guys thank you and i apologize for the audio issues i'm using zoom that way i can get video <clears throat> excuse me that way i can get video every week for my youtubers if you are not watching this on youtube you're doing a disservice subscribe to youtube subscribe to soundcloud itunes or spotify to catch the podcast and continue to pass my link to anyone that you think likes my form of journalism as always, I'll talk to you guys later. I love you. She gon' show at the 95. I just wanna lay you up. I just wanna lay some pipe. She get paid for a fashion over, so she need a stomach tight. Fucking a ride, pole dancing. Her DMs full of you niggas who got no chances. My DMs full of you bitches and some broke rappers. Whole lap, I digress. Fix two birds with just one pitch. She need DN, can't find gym. I told her, work out. Work out, I broke up with her, it ain't work out. Work out, work out. Work out. Oh look, my new word like the workout. Work out, she in the mirror trying to work out. Work out, la 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 pole Best things in life come to you for free I say, baby, I know you ain't never met no bitch like me He said, I heard you about your money I ain't think you was a freak I invited all these bitches And they popping it for me Work out, huh, work out I took his money, then I burnt that Hey, skirt that Fucking with me, you gon' get turned that Yeah, work that Now bend it over, blow your back out Make him tap out Bow, bow, bow Loving my pimpin' he made me his lady I'm driving a Porsche with a bitch named Mercedes All of these niggas be begging for pussy Ain't giving it to him, I'm making them pay me I'm a finesse him and I'm a romance him He got in his pussy and shook like a dancer I need a boo with a real big old rooster To come to the coop and then ruffle my feathers Work at, work at I took his money, then I burnt that Ay, skirt at, fucking with me You gon' get turned that Ay, work at, now bend it over Blow your back at, make him tap out La 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 pole Look, 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 look